Aloha and welcome to Spirit Chat Radio. Uh, it's been a little while since I've done a podcast a couple weeks, but I've had a lot of stuff going on. And not to mention, I have, I'm working on some very cool things, especially for you guys who uh, listen to the podcast that I think you're really, really going to enjoy. So I will be talking about that soon. But today's podcast is going to be four, sorry, not five, four red flags, you're being scammed by a psychic or a healer. Um, The reason I decided to do this podcast is actually because, and I've done some stuff on this before, um, but I had a friend that was in one of my groups. I don't know, you may have seen uh, her post in one of my groups, but it it prompted me to really get into this topic a little bit further because this is something that absolutely makes me very, very angry when something like this happens because of the irresponsibility of it. It just really irks me. Uh, And because of that, I really wanted you guys to be more aware of some very easy red flags, very, very easy red flags that you you should be able to see from a mile away. And so we're going to talk about that a little bit more. The reason that the, the specific post, and just mind you, this is not the first post that I've had like this or this first question I've had like this. I get these questions quite often. But this particular one was a girl that I know was walking to her car and she said she couldn't believe the coincidence of the timing, but she was approached and was told by someone supposedly in the industry that she has a dark evil energy blocking her heart chakra, which prevents her to from sustaining a relationship, and then an evil spirit has been following her family for years. So she said, at first I thought, well, she's going to want more money out of me, because at least three psychics, she says, has told me her love chakra is blocked and they can um they can unlock unblock it if they meditate on her so basically after being approached and whatnot um she wanted to know about someone's chakras being blocked and from further happiness and um she didn't like the energy that's surrounding this and didn't want to open to you know behaving negatively basically she moves forward in a positive light most of the time this left her not feeling so good and she basically was wondering about it again i have this question a lot and this is not random how this goes down so i want to just let you guys know i want to talk about how you can tell how red flags when i read this i knew immediately i mean it was just red flag number one two three just bam 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 Uh, anybody should be able to tell these red flags but let's go ahead and talk about them so that you know what the red flags are number one the one of the first red flags that you're being scammed or approached or targeted uh, by someone in the metaphysical industry is you are randomly randomly approached number the number one flag is you are randomly approached now I'm going to explain this a little bit in further detail because it's not like there are some legit people who can do this. But when you're, if you have a red flag number one and two and three, you know what I'm saying? Like you're going to know, you're going to know what's going down. So if you're randomly approached, the problem with this is 
whoever's randomly approaching you, if they've been in the industry for a long time or they are uh, legit or of high vibration or they professionally do something for a living, the problem with being randomly approached is that breaks the number one code of ethics. Literally the number one code of ethics in the metaphysical industry. And that is you cannot, you should not and cannot approach somebody's invade into their energetic space without their permission. That's an absolute deal breaker rule. You do not approach somebody who is not in a place to accept the information that you have, whether it be good or bad or whatever. They, the number one rule when you're doing healing work and metaphysical work, and if you're a healer, a metaphysical person out there who hasn't been mentored, um, it's good for you to know this. We're not given this gift to just go approach people and just spill the beans and just be like, hey, I see this and I see that. Absolutely in no way, shape, or form. That is just unacceptable. Um, Just because if you're a healer, just because you're a healer or, you know, a psychic or in the metaphysical industry... If you have the gift of being able to read somebody, that does not, absolutely does not give you permission to invade somebody's space, energetic space. And that's why when you randomly approach, it breaks the number one rule, especially if it's not helpful, especially if the information that you're providing or that you're receiving is not helpful. That is is just a deal breaker. We're not given the gift of what we do to lower someone's vibration. That is a red flag number one. You just, you're not given the gift to lower other people's vibrations, especially when there's not a level of trust or familiarity with the person that you are basically reading their energy and trying to push your energy upon them. Because when you give somebody a reading or when you give them a healing, you are energetically intruding into their space. So you're also pushing your energy upon their energy. So you're, you're like pushing it upon them. You know, you're in their bubble, so to speak, energetically. And so there has to, again, um, most legit healers, they, even if, like if you have a long-distance Reiki healing or any of those types of healings, people who are mentored and trained properly they will always say, does it like, let's say you're a parent and you or um, your spouse and you want help with a child or significant other, you know, they need a healing work done. They will always say, does this person give me permission to work on them? Because that is the number one code of ethics. It's a number one rule. So and, you know, it, we can get into this a little bit further just for the simple fact of when you're randomly approached, some people believe in this kind of stuff and some people do not believe in this kind of stuff. And when you, if you were to approach somebody who didn't believe in this kind of stuff, you can really throw them off kilter and you can make them angry and you can have a very adverse reaction. You know, this is the type of thing. Again, you need to be in a place where you're either familiar with a person or that they have agreed that, you know, they'd like to receive some information in some way. Um, But randomly approaching someone is definitely a flag. And, you know, it's really interesting because for some reason, and and I, I find this very curious, that 
even if people say they don't believe in metaphysics or like the ability for someone to see or do a psychic reading or be clairvoyant, clairaudient, etc., etc., some for some reason there's like a level of trust that goes along with even saying you're psychic or you have a gift or ability. For some reason, people tend to automatically go, oh, well, it must be true. Like, even if they don't say it out loud and they question it and they go, oh, yeah, I don't believe in that kind of stuff. Somewhere a lot, I in my personal experience in doing this for as many years as I've done this, a lot of times I've had people come to me and I've been at events where I can tell when they've seen other people usually, or even myself if they're skeptics, there's somewhere in the back of them that they really just go, you know, this could definitely be true. So that I find interesting because you shouldn't just trust anyone that says that they have an ability or a gift for several different reasons. Um, For one, they could be lying. They could be straight up lying to you, number one. Um, Number two, even if they do have a gift and ability, to be able to read somebody and read somebody's energy is very different. It is 100% different than just having the gift and ability. To be able to read somebody to be able to read them, they need a lot of training and they absolutely should have been mentored. Absolutely, hands down, you need a mentor if you're going to actually start reading people. Um, And so there is a lot of things that you need to learn when it comes to reading somebody else's energy. Things like code of ethics, things like... um, you know, how to read people's energy when they're resistant, how to really give them the best guidance that you can give them with the information you're receiving. You don't just blurt out a bunch of information. That's not helpful. That's not helpful to anybody. You need to understand how to navigate the information that you're you're given in a way that is helpful to the client or the person and, and can offer them guidance so that there's steps so that their vibration is raising, so that they're they're feeling like a positive vibe even if you're there's ways to do that that you can really offer some good guidance and help line out their energy and leave them in a in a higher vibration even if you're delivering some not awesome news but like i said there's they need to be trained so and they need to be mentored if you're reading so you know they could be they could just be lying to you they could not have enough training um and the other thing is they could potentially um be coming from a place where they are channeling or delivering negative spirit energy that absolutely can happen people can have a gift and they can really align with low vibration energies that's a very common more common than you would think thing so i would say in most psychic fairs or events that i've been to where there was many uh, people in the metaphysical industry i would say you're talking about a 50 50 where you're talking about high vibration healers um, and metaphysical colleagues and you're talking another 50 percent will be low vibration healers they actually are tuning into low vibration spirits and they're delivering and they're actually lowering people's vibrations 
The interesting thing about that is I would say a lot of times people don't, the, the low vibration healers don't even realize that they're tuning into the lower vibration entities. Again, that comes from not enough mentoring and training. It comes from not enough uh, knowledge on their part. And they also, you match vibration. So if they are a low vibration person to begin with, they're going to match with a low vibration uh, spirit unless that they learn to train themselves out of the low vibration. So there's, see, there's a lot of stuff that maybe you guys probably don't know or a lot of people don't talk about of why uh, you shouldn't be randomly approached and why you shouldn't be just trusting anybody that says that they do this sort of thing for a living. Absolutely not. You, I, there's, <laughs> I'm in this business and I don't trust hardly anybody in the industry. Is that bad? That's kind of bad. <laughs> but I would say... Let's just say I'm very healthy, healthy, healthy. Um, I'm very skeptical. Uh, and so when it comes to people in my own industry, uh, I would say, I, you know, when it comes to having them read my own family or be around my own family, we're very protective because we only allow the most high vibration healers around us um, to work on us and, and be in, but I've, my, myself, my personal ex- experience is I've just run into way too many that do not have a good intention, that have not been trained very well, that tend to be channeling lower vibration entities. And I'm not trying to scare you, but if you keep listening, we'll get into kind of what to do about this sort of thing. So red flag number two is they're giving you terrible news. Like, that is an interesting thing to me. So the girl who posted the thing that prompted this podcast, one, she's randomly approached, and number two, she's given terrible news. And so if if you're given terrible news, such as there's been a curse put on you, or you're surrounded by negative energy or negative spirits. You have blocked chakras. You uh, There's an evil spirit that's been in your family. Anything that is leaving you feeling kind of icky as far as negative energy, negative vibe, negative curse, negative spirit... Once they start talking about all of those tar- sort of things in that in that tone, in that vibe, that is definitely another red flag. That is a high red flag number two. Um, the reason for that is, are there, are there times when you can block your chakras? Yes, there are times that you can block your chakras. And if you have a legit healer, they will, they will not, even if they feel like there's some negative energies around you, they don't never approach it that way because technically you have total control and power over your chakras. You really, really do. Um, And so if you're blocking them, because this is basically, um, you know, deep in your soul and whatnot, it's not like somebody's standing at the doorway of your chakras and just blocking them and then just putting up, you know, concrete stuff around them nope you can't get you can't operate this chakra anymore usually if people have blocked chakras 
um, it's other things that they're actually have control of over in their life. So it doesn't work the way that people will imply. Can you have negative energies sort of attached to your energetic field and around you? Absolutely, you can. Can you tune into lower vibrations? Yes, but it doesn't work in the way that people who approach you and say, oh, you have a curse, negative energy, blah. Everybody's susceptible. Everybody. Every single person listening to this podcast is susceptible. Every person on this earth, whether you believe in what I'm talking about or not, is susceptible to lower vibration spirits, um, even hearing lower vibration chatter. Uh, where, like I tell you guys, when you're, te- you know, when you're dealing with telepathic thoughts, spiritual thoughts, are you susceptible to having low vibration chatter? Yes. A lot of times you think it's your internal dialogue. It, you think it's like, you know, like, oh, you can't do this. You'll never amount to anything, etc., etc. Unless you've had really bad personal experience that's, you know, you have some type of PTSD from your childhood, whatever. Um, those types, that's how spirits bring your vibration. You, you're, you're less than, you can't, um, this will never happen. They, a lot of fearful thoughts when, you, when you're, you know, tuned in to, to some low vibration spirits. But it doesn't work in the way that the terrible news is delivered, like I said, with curse, negative energy. Because what that does is it basically, that's, it tunes you right into the movie industry with, how, you know, oh my God, there could be a negative spirit in my house and it's going to stop this from happening. And that's definitely, I definitely have a curse on me. That, no, there's no curse. Um, there, it doesn't work like that. It, you know, your your family's not cursed. There's no evil spirit following your family around. Like, again, super red flag number two. It's just anything leaving it with a negative, negative spirits that... That you, that you somehow feel is now attached to you, causing you horribleness in your life. And it needs to be plucked or removed somehow like a disease or a virus. If you feel like they're explaining it to you in a way that you have to get a, some type of antibiotic, spiritual antibiotic, to get rid of this virus or disease or thing that's attached to you, and then all will be well. You will Just like if you'd feel physically well, then you would feel spiritually well. That is definitely a red flag. That is not how it works. That's red flag number two. Um, red flag number two is they're offering you no solution or they're offering you a solution to work on you. Red flag number three. Did I say that? I thought I said two. So red flag number three is they're offering you no solution or the solution is to work on you. Okay, now this is regardless of cost. So for instance, if somebody says, okay, um, you know, the, the, or the, let's say they randomly approach you, give you crappy news, and then they bolt. Obviously, that hits all three of the red flags we just talked about. Let's say they randomly approach you, give you crappy information, then say, yep, we need to meditate together. Or we need to do X, Y, Z. I'm not going to charge you any money, but we need to do this. Still, that is definitely red flag number three. The reason for that is a lot of times when people offer to work on you for free, it's kind of a bait and switch. Um, They basically rope you in till they try to gain some trust. And then they switch it later and say that, you know, they 
now cost so much money when people sort of become dependent on them. Um, the other thing is, as far as the the working on you for free, some people do it for an ego boost or they think that they there's a sense of power that people feel like they have in the industry when they feel like they can manipulate somebody in a way that they feel like basically they're all powerful and seeing this thing and they're giving you this information but they can help remove it there's like an ego thing that can go along with it so it can be a bait and switch which turns into money it can be an ego type of thing if somebody's approaching you giving you negative news and then being like i can fix it i can help you super super red flag number three like like i said they're getting something out of this they're making you feel crappy and then going yep i can fix you no that doesn't work like that okay so that is definitely a red flag number three so and red flag number four is basically if they left you feeling fearful if you go into a reading or a or you're approached randomly again um then and you're left feeling fearful that is definitely red flag number four here's the interesting thing about red flag number four um a lot of times when people are left feeling fearful after they're approached or have a reading there these people are actually picking up on the energy of that psychic healer or whatever metaphysical person you're dealing with a lot of times you are actually feeling their energy because when you are working with a healer or psychic or whatever that is working with some low vibration entities, if their intentions are not good, and they specifically know this, but they're still working to manipulate you, um, that they are not legit in any way, they tend to emit not a scary energy, but they, their, their energy tends to emit a fearful energy, and you can feel it. Um, when P, I've actually been around healers that I have felt this from. It doesn't scare me, of course, because, I mean, that sounds weird when I say that. But it doesn't scare me because I know immediately because I can read their energy, uh, especially when they're trying to emit the fearful energy or they're not knowing that they're emitting it, and they do it anyways. Um, you know, for me, it just makes me get that much stronger and high vibration. I've had uh, where I've actually had conversations with some who wanted to approach me and bring my vibration down and it doesn't work very well for them. But um, they they really they can come close. They they can look you in the eyes. They can they do all these techniques, um, whether they're doing it on purpose or just following a spirit's guidance to really intimidate you on a psychic level. It's really interesting, but if you're left feeling fearful, that is definitely an indicator number, red flag number four. Um, and like I said, a lot of times you're not picking up on the situation that they've now informed you of that you didn't know about five minutes ago when your life was wonderful and fine. Um, they 
you are picking up on this weird energy that they are bringing to your attention, which is usually themselves or, and or a message that they're trying to bring you. So, um, and so what happens is because of this manipulation of the person or the healer, it actually, when, when they emit this type of energy, what happens is it will direct your mind elsewhere. It will like direct your mind not to the person, but there's a way that they can manipulate the energy. Your mind immediately goes, oh my gosh, it go attaches itself to the information and then you start really, then it'll race on its own. Basically, they plant the seed and it grows. So um, that can happen. You're definitely probably picking up on the, the energy that they're emitting. So the one thing I do want to address before I talk about what you can do if you find yourself in a situation of any of these things um, is even if these things tend to seem coincidental, they're usually not in the way that you feel like they are. Um, readers who tend to either be scam artists knowingly or unknowingly um, carrying a low vibration, specifically targeting people, they're reading your energy too. Um, they you know they will pick up on what your weaknesses are they they know when to approach it's a whole skill and so it's not coincidental but your brain will immediately like i said because immediately for some reason everybody in the medical physical field especially if they come in with confidence it'll leave you questioning a lot of times so you'll leave people questioning if it's real legit information and a lot of times they will veer towards the oh my gosh if it's fearful information they will lean towards oh my gosh this, this might just happen because people naturally tend to it's really weird but t you know if somebody came up and said oh you're gonna have this really great love come into your life in like a year or two weeks or whatever then people are like oh god yeah that's never gonna happen but when people approach other people or give fearful information, for some reason, people tend to grasp on the negative quicker, easier, faster than they do the positive. It seems more like a legit reality to them. And so they'll hold on to that information. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? It's People will definitely find it easier to believe any information that you give them that maybe is not awesome than they will that is the awesome information they'll just go oh yeah I kind of hope that happens so I find that interesting so even if it's coincidental it's really kind of not um, because they can read your energy your brain's gonna immediately try to find the connection it's not it's not coincidental the way that you think it is so what do you do if if something like this happens to you what do you do that's that's what's helpful right well, first of all, you evaluate, you know, is there at least two of these four red flags? What's happening? Like, first of all, you do an evaluation. Um, like I said, did, did we have any of these four red flags? Was I randomly approached? Was I given terrible news? Were they talking about curses, negative energy, etc., etc.? Was I offered no solution or an odd solution regarding their help? And or was I left feeling fearful? So, you know, you kind of go through that and find out, you know, how many of those red flags did you have? 
Secondly, how do you feel? If you're randomly approached or you do have a reading, you know, how do you feel afterwards? Like, were you left feeling fearful, scared, afraid, and, um, worried? Were you left feeling anxious, anxiety? Were you left feeling like you didn't have any guidance? Were you left feeling like they just kind of approached you, gave you crappy information and bolted? There's no resolution. There's no real help there that, that you can do on your own that doesn't involve a person such as this. Like, for instance, like block chakras is a good one. Yes, there are healers that can help you clear your energy field, clear your chakras, give people a healing. There actually is lots of people that are wonderful out there that do that. I know some myself that are amazing that I use for me, my children, my family. But those people I have a relationship with, I've worked with them for a long time. I got them by uh, usually by a referral of some sort and I go to them. They haven't approached me, said, hey, let me hook you up with this. So, you know, there's a whole thing that goes with that, and they can actually be very helpful. But if someone's approaching you, you know, think of it as a you think of them like used car salesmen. You know, they're coming to you, trying to sell you a used car, whatever. So, you want to go through the red flags, see how many you have, then you want to assess how you're feeling. Do you feel like you have a resolution? Do you feel like that doesn't involve this person? Because the other thing with legit healers is a lot of times they can give you ideas to do on your own that don't cost money or that are very legit techniques that do involve um, meditation, but it's not like you have to meditate with this person. It could be like, hey, just go meditate, do a clearing, walk through these steps. You know what I'm saying? It's not like you're being codependent on this person for your health and well-being spiritually, right? Because you were randomly approached, etc. Um, so if you're feeling not awesome, off balance, um, then then you, the next thing that, well, first of all, I disregard the information because at this point you want to know, you know, what are their credentials anyways? Um, However, if someone's randomly approaching somebody I know that would be a friend or family member, I would be like, I don't care what their credentials are. <laughs> Might as well just throw that right out the window. Um, you know, and if you're staying in a fearful place or worried place that you just can't shake it and get it out of your mind, there are some other things you can do, like you can get another opinion uh, from another psychic or healer who is reputable, who you seek out, who you're comfortable with. You can get another opinion and see what they say. Um, you can either ask them, do I have any blocks? Or you can just say, hey, I was randomly approached. This is what they said. Um, more often than not, if you've gone through the red flags, like I said, they're going to laugh anyways if, if they're legit and just be like, okay, yeah, throw that information out the window. So... You can get another opinion. Uh, again, make sure that you do your research. I always suggest that people always, when it comes to metaphysical um, people offering services, clearings, readings, healings, whatever, 
that you get a referral, a referral of somebody who's been and who um, has, you know, been with this person's energy and kind of knows their their vibe and, and their guidance and whatnot. Um, another thing you can do is you can actually gain knowledge or start, you know, uh, gaining more knowledge on how this type of thing works. Listening to this podcast is, is going to give you a lot of knowledge um, that things don't work that way. The, it doesn't work in the way that you, you're, you've probably formed a lot of your opinions um, as far as negative energies and, and curses and things go with the movie industry. Are there some weird negative things out there that happen? Yes. But it, um, but it can happen to anybody at any point in time. Uh, and, it, and it doesn't work in the way that you think anyways. So don't walk around being fearful. You know, that basically what you're going to be wanting to be aware of if you're being worried, if you're worried about negative spirits and negative entities or whatever, you know, you want to keep your vibration high. You want to you check your thoughts. Am I having thoughts that seem to be negative in tone? If they are, push them out. Start, start understanding and raising change switching your internal dialogue to positive thoughts the more that you push out the negative thoughts the more the less room you're not going to vibe with any lower entity spirit type things so um, if you raise your if you raise your vibration meditation positive thinking happiness anything that raises your vibration makes you feel good on the inside is not going to allow you to match up and um hear or um be dealing with negative uh, or lower vibration spirits. It doesn't work. Remember, it's like the magnet that repels. You can't match with a, a spirit or a, a vibration that doesn't match your vibration. You have to match vibrations. So um, you want to gain knowledge on it. doesn't work like that. You want to also know that there's free will. You have free will in your life and you have a lot of control over your life, especially when it comes to spiritual stuff. Um, just even if you don't have the knowledge and you're just listening to this podcast, you still have a lot of control over your spiritual well-being just by keeping your vibration high and being aware of negative people around you. You know, you really, truthfully, guys, you really should be more concerned about the negative people you hang out with than you should be worried about a negative spirit slipping in your thought process for real. You should be a lot more concerned about surrounding yourself with negative attitudes um, and negative people because uh, for some reason, society and, and people today just view that as acceptable and it has a really big impact on your spiritual vibration and your physical well-being. So your health, as far as physical and spiritual, it definitely will affect your vibration. The, the people, the people, that's, you know, it's funny because... Um, I people will say doesn't this freak you out uh you know like what if you know especially at nighttime or things get moved around in our house all the time or doors slam there's knocks you know a lot of times things happen at night because that's when the veil is thinner and you can hear things more because all the energies calm down etc etc so a lot of things go down and it scares the heck out of my friends and I'm like I and they'll, they'll be like um doesn't that freak you out like aren't you afraid and I'll be like no I'm way more afraid of some crazy person like 
you know, breaking in your house. You should be way more afraid of some of the physical people out there that are just, you know, crazy or violent or just negative. You should be way more concerned about those people than you should be in the spiritual realm of badness. Um, so then the next thing, um, as far as gaining knowledge that that I would like people to know is, you know, yes, we have checkpoints that we go through in life. Yes. Yes, we are here to learn, grow, and experience things on a grand scale that makes us stronger, smarter, grow spiritually. Will some of those things be bad experiences? Yes, we're not all going to go through life and not experience anything that is a horrible thing to go through. I mean, it's just, you know, whether it be a, a breakup, an illness, a death in the family, or friends, or or you injured your leg, whatever. We're not going to get through life without something potentially happening that we got to work through, adjust our attitude, and have a positive outlook, and learn how to work through that experience. But, you know, God or higher source or whatever they don't have messengers coming around to give you bad information and then just leave you high and dry it doesn't work like that they don't just be like hey your heart chakra is blocked and by the way you have an evil spirit running around your family that's been there for years i may or may not be able to help you you won't cost me any money but we should hook up meditate together like that's the most ridiculous thing ever like, you're not, that isn't how that works. That is not how God or higher spirit works. They don't just send messengers to you because you weren't listening and said, Hey, FYI, something really crappy is going down around your family and or you. You got really crappy. Like, that doesn't happen. That's not how that works. Especially if there's no resolution or guidance that comes with that message. That makes you feel like, wow, you really helped me avoid this situation. Or, wow, this was very helpful and I'm going to take that guidance. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's interesting. Again, I'm going to leave you with this by the time I get to the end. I think that you will have... I've drilled this probably into your head enough. But just because someone can or says that they can see things hear things have an ability to communicate with the spiritual realm your spirit guides god's source whatever just because they say they can number one doesn't mean they can and just because they say they can doesn't mean they're legit and just because they say they can doesn't mean that they're trained to give you information okay because you shouldn't be left feeling fearful you shouldn't be invaded on when you weren't expecting it and you shouldn't be told you have any negative curses and weird things around and you shouldn't ever be left with a message of terrible news that leaves you feeling fearful and afraid you just shouldn't so hopefully that was helpful I just want to make sure that you guys uh, check out my, don't forget to check out my keys to the spirit world .com 
and uh, download that chi meditation if you haven't already because that meditation has been downloaded tens of thousands of times at this point. People love it. It's amazing. And uh, definitely in my Keys of Spirit world, you can join my spirit community. There's a little tab that says spirit community. And also, um, I have a premium podcast if you enjoy this one. And I'm going to be definitely hooking you guys up with that website soon. So if you want some more advanced spiritual knowledge. Um, But until then, make sure you're my spirit community. Make sure that you download my chi meditation or whatever because you'll also get on the newsletter so you will be informed of all those cool things that i have coming up so until next time um definitely study red flags it's not rocket scientists guys it's pretty easy to tell if you're being scammed or um you're really you're not getting legit information all right okay you have a wonderful day and until next time Aloha.